0: Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker team. They'll share life experiences, tips, techniques, thoughts, and tools to help you create life exponential. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker. Moving forward with the Decker team. Moving forward together with the Decker team. Yetta, what's in 16 days? Welcome to another episode of Life's Inside Track. I'm Yetta Decker. And I'm Ken Decker. And we're excited that we get to come alongside you because you know what? We're learning thoughts, tips, techniques, and truths that we all need. We all deserve you, I, everyone, that we can turn our house into a home where our families thrive and we live the best life possible. Well, given it's April 8th, what's in 16 days is April 24th. Yes, that's right.
1: And Do you remember the year we forgot what April twenty fourth meant?
0: I do. We were at a trade show. We were working so hard, and somebody came up to us at the trade show because they know o'clock more. In the afternoon. Yeah, yeah, it was four or five in the afternoon, probably maybe later. Thought it was nighttime, but it's all dark in a trade show anyway. Dark and dreary inside a a uh, dreary inside a um, arena arena, right? Anyway, we don't do those anymore. No, thank you, because that was our lesson learned. We forgot it was our anniversary. Yes. And this year. It's a big anniversary. It's the big 4 0, not 4 0 birthday, which. How did really, that happen? You're not even 40 years old. I know. I think I'm 34. Yeah. But I know that's an illusion, but that's and an I illusion. Have 29. I'm 29. <laughs> you don't have 29, <laughs> maybe five most days. Oh. Well, ouch, 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 ouch. Anyway, what you're going to learn in this episode is... Were you talking to my inner child? No. Like, <laughs> well, sort of. Kind of <laughs> I was, but not really like I was. Anyway, we're good. We're okay. <laughs> so what we're going to learn in this episode is that 40 years on the marriage journey means we got thousands of lessons learned. And some of the lessons learned were from what didn't work. And somewhere from what did work. So we're gonna enlighten you just on mm-hmm. a couple that maybe can add as much value to your life as it has to ours.
1: Yeah, it's like that that what was that that elementary thing, you know, sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Names, I think it was. Names? Names,
0: Names will never hurt me. Yeah. That's totally wrong. I know because
1: I think words cut the deepest. And they take longer or more work to heal than a, like a paper cut or something, right? They do.
0: So, what's that got to do with learning lessons from marriage, I'm really looking forward to how you tie it all together. Well, because
1: the language that we used against each other. One of those lessons. Originally was horrible. Yes, it was. And I think the, the real, the real thing that we want to get across right now is that, where do you get your lessons from? right? You can get your lessons from experience. you can get your lessons from someone else, and those lessons from someone else can be what they wish they had done mm. or what they actually did right like recently we uh were on a zoom participating in a wedding which was occurring where was it in the Bahamas, yeah, yeah, in the Bahamas. Nessa. Now, maybe I should have gone to it. You should have gone. But then again, I didn't get an invite. <laughs> <laughs> you got a Zoom invite. I got a Zoom invite. Yeah. I didn't get an invite to the actual on-site wedding because there can only be so many people there. It was an oceanfront wedding. It was gorgeous. All that to be said.
0: And it was wonderful. This
1: person is our coach. This person has taught us many different things. Her name is Lisa. And she got married to Marcellus. Mm-hmm. And Lisa had a relationship when she was very young and had a child, and never got married, and that never went anywhere and then Marcellus had children, and his marriage didn't, didn't make it didn't make it. So it's beautiful to see the young love between people, and yet what's the difference between young love and long love? What is it? Well, obviously, time. <laughs> That's a good one. Okay, some time. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, and I think, you know, there was a study done once where they checked on the happiness of people. And I don't know how you can actually measure happiness, yeah, but they, they they have some questions and you rank it between one and 10, you know, how fulfilled, how satisfied you are, and how blah, blah, blah. Anyway, any rate, what they discovered was
0: the people that had a horrible marriage and worked through it right now i'm going to put a caveat here Ooh. because this is something Not that always it was a study i understand the these generalities and these studies didn't necessarily take into consideration if it was an abusive marriage no. if it was something where one person was technically evil that's a very different conversation or both, maybe, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But very different conversation when then it's just we grew out of love, we don't see the same things the same way anymore, he's grown, she hasn't, or vice versa, and where there just isn't compatibility anymore, where there once was love and nobody is inherently evil.
1: Or working to keep it together.
0: Right. Right. So, at
1: any rate, what they discovered was the people that a left one partner went to another partner. Right. That the ones that worked through their troubles and stayed together right. had a higher happiness rating right. than the people that chose another. On average. On average. On average. You know why? Well,
0: I think why is because you take you with you, yes. and so the, the, the challenge becomes. <laughs> See, that's the old love.
1: You know what I was going to say. I know what you're going to say most of the time. That's old love. It's <laughs> familiar. It's it, comfortable.
0: Yeah, and we want to keep it alive and fresh. And that's in true. longevity of relationship, you've learned some things that at one point were just theory. Right. So there was that day where I went to see one of our coaches, amazing business coach, not the same coach that we just talked about, a different coach. And Ken and I were having some challenges. And the challenges had to do kind of like with this show, actually, kind of system. It was repetitive of a behavior and it was around collaboration. Collaboration is tricky for us, not because we can't collaborate, I can collaborate really well with other people. Ken collaborates. With other people, sort of, but Ken tends to create better in isolation, and then let you have some input. And he might be insulted by what you say, but not so much I anymore. You might be, I you, used might to be. be. Yeah. you used to be, you couldn't really. So collaboration was tricky. And I want to talk it out, and Ken wants to think it out. You've probably heard us say before that if you're somebody that thinks as you speak, or you're an external processor, that what happens is if somebody interrupts your talking, they actually interrupt your thinking whereas if i interrupt ken's thinking
1: and you interrupt my silence his
0: silence i yeah. interrupt his thinking mm-hmm. and so collaboration was really tricky for us so i said to the coach business coach actually so because it was a business conversation it was making me nuts in business more than it was in the bedroom this was
1: about five years ago
0: mm-hmm. and she said well clearly how can you expect something of him? He hasn't been able to give you for 35 years. Time to stop having a false expectation. If you couldn't, can't collaborate, you can't collaborate, just back off and leave that alone. And I took that counsel for a while. And Begrudgingly. Begrudgingly. Yeah, really begrudgingly. (laughs) Let's be truthful. Mm -hmm. Very truthful. And yet what I've discovered is we just had to keep navigating it. We had to keep going back at it. Bottom line was she had never been in any relationship for a really extended period of time. So she never had to fight through someone changing in a way that they hadn't changed in for the first 40 years. Mm
1: -hmm. Right? So it's just a different conversation.
0: Working at Mm -hmm. changing.
1: To make the relationship even better. Right. Like if we didn't collaborate, the, and what we learned was our idea of collaboration was different. Right. So I'm happy to sit down and work with you, but I got to work down and do it individually first. Right. And so that made a big difference.
0: So here's what we want you to be left with. Ask the right person the right question because even if you ask the right question is the wrong person it's not going to work because theory is not reality very often
1: so we're grateful to be your partners on this journey of wealth wisdom and worth Yet yeah, i can't do this anymore
0: we're excited, really, really we are, that we've created for you free access to over 503 episodes of Life's Inside Track, where we share real estate insider trips. Tips, not trips. Tips. <laughs> we should do trips. <laughs> we we will more do resist. some trips. We could do some real estate insider trips, <laughs> building wealth, making house home, and the great news is you get access to them from home, from the office, or even on the go. Okay. Serious question yes, what can't you do it? Why are you smiling? Because you were angry a minute ago, yeah, so what can't you do? Is it the relationship or is it the argument It's the argument ah, uh, okay, I can handle you can't do yes. that anymore, so
1: okay. for many, many years, we would fight right well, we we still still started calling
0: those. it heated fellowship because yeah, it sounded we better we still have those
1: once in a while because yeah, we we're
0: do. passionate people really yes, yes we're passionate lovers and we're passionate fighters yeah, i know it's not good <laughs> so what we're going to learn in this episode is how do you learn to say what you <laughs> Not what you really are thinking in the moment, but really what you actually mean. What do you mean? Put a filter on it? Yeah, put a filter on it. Zip it, Skippy? Zip it, zip, Skippy. Yep. <laughs> because what happens when you don't is what?
1: Well, usually you say things you regret later.
0: Exactly.
1: Or what happens is you say things and someone takes it the wrong way. So to give you context to that saying about I can't take it anymore... Well, what would happen is we would, in the past, we would escalate. so
0: Explode, our- escalate, expand, Ooh, those exaggerate. Are, those are good E words. Well, yeah, because those are all <laughs> things in an excited tone. But there was yes. no smile happening. No, no, because we were mm-hmm. viciously fighting with one
1: another. Right. When I say viciously, I don't mean like physically, but verbally oh, attacking. Verbally. And... What would occur would be, I want to retreat. Right, so, so he would exit,
0: he would exit the room, so like there's another great E word, yes,
1: right? Yes, exit, exit the room, <laughs> yes, it's a great E word, thanks. Uh, <laughs> because I didn't want it to go to physical, because I was feeling so inside that the next step was punch somebody, and that's not a good idea. That's not a great idea. So many times historically, men will withdraw from a disagreement. Yeah, more
0: often than not. Because right?
1: they don't want to go to fisticuffs. And women, like if you ever noticed a, a woman having an argument with another woman, usually if one starts to pull away, the other will follow and want to get in their they'll, face. They'll pursue. They'll pursue pursue, and get in their face. Well, if, they'll if, talk if, if two out. men are having an argument... And I go get in his face, I'm going to get a fist in my face. So, Why is that funny? Because it's hilarious. Because what do you want? If you, if you leave the room because we're having an argument, you want me to go follow you.
0: Yes, I do. Yes.
1: And if I leave the room because we're
0: having an argument... I want you to leave me alone. Right. No touch, no talk, no nothing. And so as you're hearing this story, I hope you're not getting a picture that we're volatile all the time because we're not volatile all the time. And the great news is through the last 40 years, that's why lessons learned from 40 years is kind of insightful, even if you're not the fighting kind, because we have lots of friends that say they've never had an argument. They've never had heated escalation. And then Ken will always say... I don't believe they're them. Delusional. The delusional. I say that's not <laughs> One true. One of too submissive. <laughs> no, just different people are different people. So it may be that your arguments are quiet retreats. That there isn't any escalate escalation. That it looks very differently, and yet the impact still is very similar. And that's what we have learned mm. over the last many many years. It's not so much. How you fight—it's really about how do you navigate between the fights, yeah. or the lack of speaking, or the lack of connecting. It's how do you work through that, and how short can you make it? So, what's happened for us, and we hope this happened for you—the longer you're in relationship—is that the intensity of what is happening that isn't going well, the duration of what's happening that isn't ideal for your relationship. And the frequency are getting shorter, longer, and less intense.
1: Shorter, longer?
0: Shorter, longer between... Okay. Longer between See, just the challenges. Time time. Which is really good. <laughs> that was awesome because I thought I was so clear, and clearly I wasn't clear. Mm-hmm. There's my three C's, but they're all clear. <laughs> no clarity today. So, really, the, the nice thing is that the duration of the upset is shorter, mm-hmm. the frequency of the upset is shorter, mm-hmm. and the frequency gets further and further away. And the intensity of the upset is less intense.
1: Yes. And the repair comes quicker and better. Mm-hmm. So it's taken years. It took us like 30 years
0: to learn this. And we're still learning it.
1: Yes. And maybe you might say, that's not me. Or maybe you're saying, yeah, I just had that happen yesterday or last month mm-hmm. or whatever. And what we learned was, I do need to retreat because it was escalating and I'm getting angrier and angrier. Usually it's retired. I'm tired, you're tired, whatever, we're stressed. And so, what I learned to say was, I can't do this anymore right right now. Right now. I need a break. We're going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And I will bring it back up. Right. In a calmer state later. Mm -hmm. Now, the secret is, you know what? Sometimes I'm a man, I'm compartmentalized and... Once the anger was gone and the relationship's kind of working, working well. again, I wouldn't bring it back up because it's gone. I forgot it. But it's smoldering in Yetta's head. It's just, you can see it, it's just a little ember there smoldering. And then if something went wrong, that just burst into flames. That's a great, that's <laughs> good great. Great picture, isn't it? Yeah, that's a great picture. <laughs> just uh-huh. thought that one up. Yeah, I know you did. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> So, what I needed to do is bring it back up, pour some cooling waters on it, and snuff it out. Because I used to say Yetta would get historical. Mm-hmm. Not hysterical, well, that too, but <laughs> she would get historical because she was bringing things back up that we hadn't had true closure
0: on. Right. So, bottom line here is pause. Pause when you want to say something that you know not say. That you would know you ought not say because it's going to hurt and cause grief. Mm-hmm. Pause even when you want to shut down and get super quiet. Pause and think for a minute and then share, you know what? We're going to come back to this. We're going to be okay. Like when we both learn to say to each other, I know we're not thriving right in this moment. We're going to be okay because we are in it for... or
1: even be better than okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, But as long as he said it was good, we were going to be okay. That was good. And even if it meant we agreed not to deal with it tonight. Like I know we're not to take anger to bed, not let the sun go down on our anger. I love that. And yet sometimes if you're too tired, you're better to take a pause and pray and just bring peace back into your being and agree to address it at another time when you're refreshed. Because when you're not refreshed, maybe you're a little bit like me, you're not so brilliant. You're not so kind and you're not so together.
1: Everything is new in the dawn, right? Everything has a fresh perspective after Mm a sleep. And Mm -hmm. if you've agreed to come back to it, good things
0: can happen. It really will. So remember the pause. Like ultimately, just that single little word. We actually used to put our pause up in the air so that we could remember to pause. It's kind of like a, I'm retreating. It's kind of like my white flag. So you may be listening to this or you may be watching this on YouTube. If you're watching, it's a lot more entertaining. So you <laughs> might want to go over there and check us out. And really, it's about that we're thrilled, that we're privileged to have the ability to come alongside you and position you for generational legacy. Yeah. Do you have 10 seconds for me? <laughs> We've enjoyed for 30 years Coming alongside you for real estate, really, we've helped over 317 families, and it's so much more than just real estate. It's about building wealth, building finances, like making great use of them, building your fun, building, and even flourishing inside relationship. 30 years of building your home, your life, and your business. Okay, I have 10 seconds for you. Absolutely. Yes, And absolutely. I don't have 11.
1: They, they don't mind if the airwaves go silent for 10 seconds then. Okay. Well, okay.
0: In this episode, what we're going to explore is that when we connect for 10 seconds in the right way, it actually sets up the rest of the day.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Because I think there was a book, right? We yeah. read, what was it called? 10 Second Kiss?
0: Yeah. 10, the 10 second, second
1: Kiss. kiss. It. Altered our relationship and our our life,
0: really. Right, because what happened... 10 seconds a- in the morning, 10 seconds at night. Right. That's all so it takes. 10 times 2. But you don't make it 11 because 11 a little long and a little steamy and it gets too hot in there.
1: Yeah, and then I don't go to
0: work. Right, and that's a problem. <laughs> and so what we learned is life itself... And maybe you've discovered this too. We have a tendency to pack in a whole lot of things that need to get done. I mean, we have work, we have the kids, we have to take care of ourselves, we have to eat, we have to sleep, we got to clean the house a little bit, create a heavenly environment, visit some friends, do some yard get work. Get my hair cut, get my teeth cleaned. Oh, yeah, those things too. So they're drive somewhere, help get the somebody, car, oil change done, change the church.
1: Oh, that's the season right now. Maybe yeah. You've already done yours. It's right snow tires
0: off so we could go on probably for 20 well for the entire segment talking about what we need to do in the course of a day and i bet we miss some really important stuff you're thinking about things we haven't even talked about yet and so in the midst of all that we found it really easy and maybe you have too to forget about keeping it together inside our relationship
1: yeah so 40 years of marriage and keeping it Spicy. Oh, spicy. spicy. Picante.
0: Yeah, picante. (laughs) A little bit provocative and a little bit poignant and even a little bit picante.
1: Yeah. And so this 10 Second Kissing was a great book we read. Uh, Decades ago. Yeah. We start the day that way. We finish the day that way.
0: Right. And so it's really about how do you build... A connection in that's meaningful to you. For you, it may not be a 10 second kiss. It may be something different, although we're going to recommend it is a 10 second kiss. Well, and we don't set a you
1: timer. Have a relationship with somebody. Well, yeah, true.
0: <laughs> but it's really the idea of connecting with the person that you want to be intimately connected to. Because if we don't connect, we grow apart and we don't know each other. We don't like each other. And we're just two people ships passing in the day. Not just the night, but just yes. ships passing rather than truly connecting. connecting. Coexisting. Coexisting rather than connecting. And we did do that for a season. I mean... Cohabitated. We, cohabitated, yeah. Under the same But roof. not in a relationship.
1: A good relationship. You know what I mean? Right. Am I interrupting you?
0: No, you just carry <laughs> on, <with> my <me>. baby. <laughs> just can carry it. on. So, yeah, you have to squeeze in
1: life. And if you don't mm-hmm. schedule for intimacy and connection time, then what happens is the problems,
0: the emergencies, the issues, they They, schedule themselves. They show up anyway. Yeah. Right? Like even when you don't plan for them. Mm -hmm. And yet somehow the deeper, more meaningful things, if you don't plan for them, they They don't show up. They don't show up. They don't just happen. Mm -hmm. So the word effort is a really investing in putting effort into the things that you actually want to see flourish. Mm. The things you actually want to see grow, the things you actually want to see expand is essential.
1: You know what I've been failing epically at lately?
0: Ooh, What is it?
1: (laughs) I've been putting in my calendar to take you on a date. I know. Date night. Mm. And it hasn't happened. Mm-mm. you know i could blame COVID. i could blame this i could blame that but date doesn't mean you have to go out right. right the date is i do something special for you whether it's cook dinner or we play a game of uh what's he call that thing
0: what do we play we play sequence oh, sequence yes i love
1: sequence because okay. i usually beat you at sequence
0: And I like Carcassonne because I usually beat you.
1: Yeah, I guess that's why I don't like it.
0: (laughs) So so finding things where you can connect. Mm -hmm. Right. What are some other examples? Because really what we're talking about is in 40 years of marriage, we've done so many things wrong. And for the first 10, we really didn't connect unless it was, as we talked about earlier, an escalation. We would occasionally come together, but it was more forced. It was not comfortable so when we're saying effort we're not saying force a thing we're just saying plan for it and have intention within it
1: yes and so around that 10 second kiss twice a day we also had the 30 second hug tagged on there and what i find because um touch is one of my primary love languages mm -hmm, a hug even if we're arguing a hug will melt me i can just feel the tension the stress Dissipate. It just right. falls off me. And I become like a limp noodle. Right.
0: So identifying love languages can be a beautiful opportunity for you to actually can know how to connect with the person. Cause I think we all desire all five types of love. That's how he's identified it, Gary Chapman. He's
1: written one of like, the five real quick. You might as well tell him. I might as well.
0: I might as well. So one is touch. You quality identified time. that. Quality time gifts is another one, right? And then acts of service and words of encouragement. And words of encouragement could be a note, they could be spoken, they could be a video message, like the, the dialect of each love language is a layered learning, And that's why Gary Chapman has written so many books on the love languages, like in the workplace, with a child, with a parent, with a partner because the dialects that i would speak to my child in terms of touch would be very different than the dialect i might speak with my mm. partner he has a new one out about
1: love languages in the workplace yeah i know i've seen it did you say that in your list no okay i was listening good <laughs> this is <really laughs> I'm good. brownie points for listening today yeah because he awesome. wants some
0: points here so <laughs> bottom line is let's plan for some fun Plan for the connection, plan for the intimacy. Like, how do you plan for it? I'd love for you to type, take some action here and let us know what you do. Because as we expand the conversation and include your experience from your relationship, we all get better.
1: Yes. And I got a tip for the men out there. A little tip tip, on how women keep score. So here's the secret, guys. And ladies, you can turn your ears off. If you just surprise her and take her out on a date, you'll get one point for that. Mm-hmm. But if you tell her in advance and put it on a calendar, you'll get a point then. If you remind her a couple of days out that you've taken care of the babysitting for the kids or whatever is needed, you'll get another point. The other thing is that lady is going to tell all her girlfriends that her spouse is taking her on a date and every time she tells one of her lady friends ding a point for you ding another point ding 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 and then when you go out on the date you're already up 10 points it's awesome that's my little tip for you
0: it's actually there's a lot of truth in that Doesn't work the other way around, it seems. So for us, we can surprise them. And that seems to be the best
1: approach. It's enough, because we're not going to tell all our guy friends (laughs) that we're going out on a date. It's not going to happen.
0: It's not going to (laughs) happen.
1: So we are honored to be your advocates on this journey of life and real estate. Moving forward
0: with the Decker Team. Moving forward together with the Decker Team.